All right, welcome to Endless Balls. I'm Ben Wager with my co-hosts, Jose Swag and Jimmy, the Convention Powers. And today we're going to talk about some NFL divisional playoff games. We're also going to talk about who's going where on the head coaching carousel. And then, of course, there's always the Endless Balls Declaration of the Week. So uh, let's start it off with a little bit of the head coaching carousel and Jose Swag, what do you got for us? I was just, uh, you know, you mentioned who, who was it? That's going to be the new Jets coach. They have uh, I don't know. Player. I don't know. But Robert Sala is up on the top of the list right now. I mean, are they going to get like anybody that's on the top of their list? Oh yeah. Well, he's, he's invited back. I mean, look, man, it's still a New York market. They still got, they got a lot of money. Uh, they're way under this salary cap. They got the number two draft pick, giving it a shot. Who you know I mean? There's that number two draft pick. Well, I mean, that's a different story because uh, once they bring in that coach, they're going to have to talk about some strategies because Robert Sala is not an offensive development coach. That's not his, that's not his expertise. He's a defensive guy. And I like it for the Jets. They already, they already tried out the whole offensive coach thing. So they're going to go defensive coach. That's going to work. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the, you know, there's some weird things happening too with, um, they got to make a decision on Darnold's contract because he's got this, uh, essentially it's around 25 million. They have to decide in his, the year after next, if they're going to pick it up and they got to decide that by March. So, uh, that's a big decision because, you know, they've got to basically pay him the special option of whatever the top draft choice quarterbacks are going to be making that are equal to him. And there's a lot of debate on whether he's a 25 million a year guy, because right now he's not showing those numbers. So that's a big decision that's going to have to come up through this. Uh, whoever they're picking up as the head coach in the organization. So I just want to go back a few weeks ago. You're an anti-tanker. And what, what, what would you rather have, a win over the L.A. Rams or the first draft pick in Urban Meyer? Yeah, I don't, I'm not, there's no guarantee Urban Meyer's going to be the, um, com, the second coming down there in Jacksonville. I mean, he's, you know, he's got these, these college guys, they don't always transfer well. And I'm not sure that he, I don't, I don't think he's anything special. I think he'll be able to really work with a guy like Lawrence. But is he going to make that organization any better besides – preparing that quarterback you know that's a coin flip i'm just i'm shocked that he decided to come out of retirement and do it i mean all however long ago how long ago has it been since he was at florida with tebow and he got he stepped down because of health and then went to ohio state and it was the same kind of stuff putting well he got pushed out of ohio state yeah so it was florida health but he was but he was bringing up the same stuff at ohio state was he not time away from family and all of that i think there was so there were some controversies that were popping up right at the end there with him well yeah he had that he had that uh coach under him i forget his name the one Uh, that did, did all the terrible stuff in the home yeah something like that like he'll be fine in jacksonville they got trevor lawrence they got I mean, Urban Meyer, I mean, he's not bad. He just, he, it, when he left Florida, though, it was funny. Did you guys watch the the Aaron Hernandez documentary that came out on Netflix? I did, Yeah, yeah that's a, that, was that was a twisted That was a twisted thing. What's going on on that team? And then, I guess, kind of similar with Ohio State. Well, I think all the teams have those, those you know, very talented whack job players that they, they have to just kind of manage. I think there's at least, you know, one or two on every team. Uh, maybe not to the extent of this guy, but, you know, I mean, if you watch that um, last chance, you, I mean, you're seeing the guys that are getting drummed out of those programs 
and, and landing at these JUCOs and uh, trying to recycle themselves to get back into these top programs. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of those kids out there, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, they've been covered up most of their lives because of their talent. Did you guys like read that, uh, that uh, thing about Peterson? Aikman uh, was on a podcast. He was on uh, Michael Irvin's uh, podcast. And he said that it was really because Peterson wanted Hertz as the quarterback and, and the owner wanted to move, you know, because of the contract with Carson, he wanted to uh, make him the guy. And so, you know, Peterson got pushed out because of that. So that's going to pave the way for, for Wentz to be the starter there again. Well, I mean, if, if, if that, if there's truth to that, then, you know, that's the reality of the situation, then yeah, you know, they're going to give Carson another shot. So they're going to let Carson pick whatever head coach is going to allow him to remain the starter. I mean, I think the message is whoever's coming in, you know, you're stuck with Carson. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It's his salary. I mean, Jesus, he's got like a four-year, $128 million. Yeah, we're in the wrong field, gents. $70 million guaranteed. <laughs> what I'm curious about is what is that, you know, how, what is Hertz going to, you know, he's going to, is he going to demand to get out of there? I mean, what, what's that tell him? Because I know, granted, look, he, he looked better, but ultimately he was only one in, one in three in his four starts or something. I think that he'll have his, I don't know what his contract. I mean, he has a rookie contract, so he's stuck there for a couple of years, right? Isn't that the way that works? I mean, yeah, but I mean, if, if he's unhappy, they can, and they can get value, they'll, they'll ship him. I think he'll, he'll try that route. And if nobody bites on him being a full-time quarterback, I, I think you see the Eagles use him the same way that the Saints use Taysom Hill. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's been talked about, but you know, he doesn't have the, I don't know if he has the durability that Hill has in that position. Cause man, that man, guy haven't you seen, haven't you seen that hype video with him squatting over 600 when he was at Oklahoma? That's what I use every time before I go to the gym and I, I get crazy and I put, I, I squat 135. <laughs> no, for real though, there's a hype video. Jalen hurts is a big dude. Like he's strong, but I know the NFL is a different beast. I mean, he just said, to me, he doesn't look like he has the durability of a guy like Hill. We got four games um, and I'm going to write down my card. Jamie, I saw what you you had mentioned. I was I just put a money line on Packers, Bills, Chiefs, and Bucks. I want to hear what Ben Ben has on each of these. So we'll start with the Rams at Green Bay. Green Bay's minus six and a half. Yeah, I think Green Bay's going to win that game um, all around on both sides of the ball. I think the Rams have a defense that's a little stronger in in regards to if you went head to head, but I think the weapons that Green Bay has and the poise that um, at the quarterback position is going to make the difference. So uh, with that weather too, that, that might play a, a bit of a, especially if golf is starting with that bad thumb, that cold weather is not going to help his situation at all. So I'm, I would say, I think the Packers and it's just a matter of, uh, you know, what's that number. And, you know, I could see it being closer to 10 minus 10. Wait, who is uh who's gonna be the backup? I don't know. I heard there, I heard talk. There's a new there's a new guy. It might it's not gonna be uh the the a the Arizona Wolford. guy. It's not the it's not Wolford, the star no, of the I think they found a really good Pop Warner. He they, played he they, played quarterback uh, in Pop Warner. He's really good. They borrowed Heineken from the Washington football team for this week. <laughs> oh, uh, that's actually funny. He is not even a star from the XFL. Here's your random XFL trivia of the week. He was Jordan Tayamu's backup 
for the St. Louis Battle Hawks, Jordan Te'amu is a practice squatter with the Kansas City Chiefs. So Te'amu was a star in the XFL last year. Heineken sat the bench behind him and comes on and almost beats Tom Brady. Now that's a good story. That guy was, he, I think he got some points, uh, some value points in that game. That's for sure. He played, he played um, great. It looks like Bortles is the backup. Well, Blake um, made his way from Jacksonville. When did that happen? I, he, he was cut from Jacksonville. Ah, and then, and then he went to the Broncos and he's been on yeah. the Broncos practice squad. Whew. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we'll see him at all. So wait, what well, says Wolford? Wolford's hurt. Yeah, yeah, he's I, got, know, he's I knew there was a new. That's quarterback right. He was there. concussed. Thank so uh, Ben, visual Jimmy, that was good. Ben, did you say minus so six good. and a half? Uh, I'd go up to ten on that minus ten. So that's a. Are you? Is that a lock? Packers. Uh, no, it's not a lock. I'd say six and a half to ten is, but ten on the high end. Um, I right. think it's gonna. I think that I think it could be a 31-20 kind of thing. The one weakness um that we could see with Aaron is that he when he's under pressure those are the games where you know we see if they can get that pressure or sustain although there's a lot of weapons that line should hold up and I think it'll be um a solid Packers win yeah over under is 45.5 it's the lowest over under of the four games um so if you're thinking like 30 20 something like that Seems like a take the over. I think I think it's the, the because of the Rams' the offensive concerns that that number is probably why it's so low. And the Rams have a good defense. Yeah, and they have a good defense. But right, I mean, they don't have enough weapons to 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 cover everybody that's coming out of that receiving core of, of the Packers. It's just they don't have. Is this the best Packers team, and you know, in, in the Aaron Rodgers era. I, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's close. I don't know if it's the best, but uh, man, I mean, they're certainly peaking. I just put a future on them, so I'm, I'm, I'm now a Packers fan. Um, all right, we got Ravens at Bills. Bills are minus 2.5 uh, over under man, 49. a lot of people are going with the Ravens. This is this is by far an interesting, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not really close. There's a lot of Ravens. I'd say for every expert, probably for every – uh, one Bills guy, there's probably three or four Ravens calls on this. So um, it really seems like people are a little overconfident about the Ravens being able to beat the Bills. And I just think that this, I think on the rushing side, yes, they absolutely have a, a tremendous rushing ability. But if the Bills light this game up early and, and shoot up 14 point, put up a 14 point lead, that rushing game not going to matter. And so if the Bills keep that offense and look what they did last week, holy cow, they covered the over with their own score. Uh, Jamie? I, you know, I'll be very honest with the two listeners. I just went straight emotion this week. And, and I, I feel like Bills have been talked about as being the team and everybody's all about, you know, they've got this wonderful fan base and Josh Allen's amazing and he does so much for the community and all that's great. And I feel like this, I, Lamar. I kind of, I kind of feel like the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. I've got, I've got no analytics. I couldn't tell you what their rushing offense does against a decent. I have no so idea. You got the Ravens going past the Chiefs. I do. Huh? Yeah, that's that's an emotion. That's a very emotional. <laughs> I might look if you want to just skip all the bookies and stuff. We can just work something out after the let's show. Let's see what. Let's see what happens this weekend. <laughs> So Ben, are you taking Bills? I'm gonna take the Bills on this game, 
Because I just think that they're offensively, um, they're going to outshoot and force the Ravens to play their game. If they're running, their their running defense is you know they're they're mid, they're middle of the range, like fifteen to seventeen. So I mean they they're not terrible, but they're not great. But I'll tell you something: if they get up, if they get up on those scores, then you know the Ravens aren't going to be able to play that game. Now, I, I don't. That doesn't mean I don't think Lamar is going to get his yards. I think he's going to rush for, you know, 70, 75 yards for sure. And, you know, these other guys, they'll, they'll put up 150 yards maybe on them, but it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter if, if the bill digs, digs is looking great. If the bills have a lot of offensive weapons and if they move that ball down that field as fast as they have been doing, then the rushing game for the Ravens is going to not be a factor. Who, which one of the running backs is hurt for the bills? I don't know. Is it Singletary or Moss? Jose Swag, you're our resident statistician. Do you have access to that? I was actually just looking up the weather. Buffalo has a retractable dome, correct? No, No, that would be that would be incorrect. That's what that's that's out solid outdoor, buddy. Solid outdoor. That's that's one of the oldest stadiums in the NFL. With that said, it's 34 degrees with a 60% chance of snow. And yeah, 20 miles that, that, that works in favor of the Ravens in regards to the running game. See, I uh, knew what I was talking about. But, I mean, they're a cold-weather team. So, we'll, I don't, I don't, for the home team, I don't think that's a factor. The uh, over-under is, yeah, 49.5. So, Bills, the over. Yeah, I'll take I'll do that. And we got Browns at Chiefs on Sunday. Chiefs are minus ten. Yeah, a lot of people want the Browns plus ten. That's that's quite a popular pick. That would I would be part of that group. You know, you're an emotional time bomb right now, so I don't know if Thanks. that matters. You Thanks, know, buddy. this reminds me of Ohio State. They won their they won their national championship against Clemson, and then they show up flat against Bama. Browns so I I said this on the other pod that I'm part of. That part's not true. I said it to a friend earlier today. I think it's either going to be real. I think the Chiefs win no matter what. I think it's either going to be really close or it's going to be a total blowout for that very reason that the Browns Super Bowl was last week beating the Steelers. Well, look, okay. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, the Browns could not keep the, those points. Uh, you know, the Steelers, they kept, they, at the end there, they, they were catching up. You can't, they can't play like that against the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to consistently score all the way through. And also, it really depends. There's some individual factors there. I mean, Baker Mayfield, plays a game of his life he could beat this team but i don't think he is i think he's going to tighten up and they're going to he's going to try and play uh within the scheme and i just think the chiefs are going to just swallow them all up so chiefs minus 10 yeah i'll go chief minus 10 yeah and i just uh, want to go on record ben you've been right all season and i've been wrong all season but i think thank you that's enough that you don't I'm, need to say no, I'm due, <laughs> and I think this is going to be a time. I still don't think the Browns win. But well, did you did cover. you reload the uh, did you reload that that account? How many times did have you reloaded this year? I did way? not have to reload this time because I found that I still had some credits in free play, and thanks to Roll Tide, I'm still able to live to play another day. Oh, so that's good. So you didn't have to. What would have this been? The third or fourth reload? Or uh, maybe the seventh or eighth. Asshole. <laughs> Bama has helped me start to dig out of the hole a little bit. I had like 10 bets placed on him. All right, we got Bucks at Saints. This is the closest game. This is going to be the most competitive game of the week weekend, I think. This is and it's pretty split on who likes what on you know on the predictions. You know how I am about the Brady factor. Uh, I always feel like people just inflate the shit out of him. 
just because he's Tom Brady. Considering how well the Saints have game played against the Bucks this year, uh, I don't I don't know if it's going to be that much different. Um, I think they're going to beat them. I don't know what's the spread right now. Saints minus three. Yeah, easy. And the over under is at fifty two. I don't, you know, to be honest with you, I just uh, right now the Saints are the both teams are doing well. They're peaking, but I just think with all the weapons and they're all healthy, uh, and they beat them when they weren't healthy and they crushed them. And, you know, I just think, and the Saints, uh, the Bucks are playing well too. But I just think there's just no way that they're going to compete at the level of the Saints in the playoff game. Jamie Brady's revenge. I don't like him, but I, I think. It's gut. That's all I got. Again, no statistics, no clue. Don't know who's hurt. Don't know who's healthy. Tom Brady is possessed, and he does not want to lose three times to the Saints in a year. So they win. Brady and and Gronk backstage, locker room, lots of smelling salts, getting geared up. They don't lose. Leonard Fournette. To stay away from, if there's one of these four to like – if you're going to do a parlay and you're just going to choose three teams, would you leave this game out? We We don't delete games to playoffs. Jose, true. You gotta put. You gotta bet them all. But this is the one you would stay away from. You don't stay away from playoff games, man. (laughs) I don't. All right, it's gonna take some balls. I'm. I'm gonna roll with. uh, I'll put down. um, The opposite of what I said. I'm gonna go Saints minus three, or yeah, Saints. Saints minus three, and I think the over fifty-two. That's like a good one. And Jose, aren't they playing that in that open-air dome in New Orleans? Yeah, I I heard they sawed off the top of that last week. They yeah. got rid of the whole Mercedes Benz part. Hey, ben, who's the future? If you're going to put a future on a Super Bowl, I'm going to go Chiefs Packers. Uh, I will go Packers Ravens. All right. All right. I just put a small future on the Browns. It's like uh, plus like 3,000. All right. Um, cool. Saints minus three, Chiefs minus 10. Fun weekend. Endless balls segment of the week. I'm going to go. I got two of them. I'll do my first one. My first one was Army Hammer. I have been like every day new screenshots come out of the shit he was sending some of his ex-girlfriends. Have you guys read? It doesn't look like you guys are familiar. Do you guys know who Army Hammer is? Uh, the Maybe. guy that started the United World College Foundation? <laughs> Famous Army Hammer? Is that his name? He, he, he was in, uh, he's been in a ton of movies. He was the Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp. Oh, um, okay. No, not the same guy. His dad is owns Arm and Hammer. He just dropped out of a J Lo movie today, um, so it turns out he's a cannibal, and all of his ex girlfriends are releasing all these t- these messages where he's gone on these lengthy Instagram rants to them in their DMs about eating them. Like one girl was like, like, and they they've been posting these on Twitter, and they're gonna post them every day until he admits he has a a problem. <laughs> and it's like this isn't like drug addiction. You don't come out and be like. Hi, my name is Army. I'm a cannibal. <laughs> but they're they're posting these on Twitter, and all of his ex girlfriends have verified this, and uh, that it's true that he's been sending these. And the texts are insane. Like he'll talk about like how he wants to like barbecue their ribs and eat their heart, and that he eats animals' hearts. It takes a lot of balls to like put this shit out there and not the expect. Best, the best tweet of the day comes from one Dion Warwick. I was looking through the trending subjects and came across Army Hammer. I will not be looking again for the rest of the day. Can we this, get him? Can we get him on the pod? You know, I actually, I smoked a cigarette with Army Hammer at the rap party the night I met my wife. 
at the rap party in Angel Fire for the movie The Lone Ranger at the Angel Fire Country Club. I uh, want can no seriously, can you work your magic and try to get him on no, the pod? He's like super no to talk about I've never even heard of this guy. To talk about like pre-game tailgating spreads. Anyway, that was my first one. Ben, go. My endless balls is uh, to somebody that I would not normally consider somebody that I would give any kind of praise or shout out or any feeling whatsoever because I hate the man. I hate everything he stands for. I hate everything that he does as a coach. Yeah, I am going to shout out, though, and say Belichick for turning down the Presidential Medal of Freedom uh, from Trump. Uh, it was an endless balls maneuver because I, you know, knowing how Kraft is uh, tight with Trump and knowing the fan base, uh, at least part of the fan base of the Patriots, the Patriots uh, would have been very, very happy and excited that Bill Trump could get that medal. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I don't want to be part of this crap. And uh, thanks, but no thanks. You could save it. I don't want your medal. And I think that's a that's an endless balls move. I think uh, he probably well, went against a lot of the organizational grain. It's a no brainer. I mean, first of all, what is this medal? What I don't understand it. You just give it to people that. Well, no, you're supposed to give it to people who do outstanding things, unless you're Trump and you just want to give it to whoever you want to give it to. It's, <laughs> it's large and it, it's kind of like a trinket that you open. And when you anybody that's received it from President Trump, when you open it. There's the old school McDonald's dollars for that you can exchange for food. That's what it is. Jimmy? My mind's simple. Uh, my endless balls of the week goes out to the Nickelodeon network. That's endless balls to live an NFL playoff to air a live NFL playoff game with no delay. And, um, to indoctrinate the youth of America with Cordell Patterson's F-bomb. The F-bomb yeah, heard around the world. And I, to, I don't know, I don't think there's been an apology by Nickelodeon, has there? Cordell no, I Patterson, think they just, they, they might've put a big bucket of green slime on that. Sli- they slimed it. But Patterson went on Twitter and was like, you know, made, made light of it, but nothing from Nickelodeon. Thankfully, I've already cussed in front of my kid for years, so it was nothing new to him. Was he watching the Nickelodeon? Did, is it, you were watching? No, I actually, in all seriousness, I, I turned it on for a minute and he said, this is stupid. This is a disgrace to football. Wow. Nice. Stand up kid. All right, guys. Well, good show. Thanks for uh, coming in with some of your amazing predictions uh, and good episode, guys. And we'll see you next time on Endless Balls. Adios. <laughs>